Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Running Things with Donovan Bailey. Hello out there and welcome back to another episode of Donovan Bailey's Running Things with your co-host, me, Simon Jane. Hey, Donovan. What's happening, Simon? Good day today, man. Good day today. Super good. I I love this part where summer kind of ends, but it's not gone. It's kind of like hanging on. You know, and then fall is kind of like intermeshing a little bit. So the colors are kind of changing, but it's still warm. Well, that must be the truly, the truly, the truly Canadian in you. I guess. I mean, I I just, you know, what's really good. It's, it's amazing golfing weather right now. (laughs) It really is for me. It's really golfing weather, but I do like it to be muggy and hot. I feel like you're you're going the the J.R. Smith way here. You're going to like, maybe you're going to like practice a lot. You drop golf quite a bit in these podcasts. Potentially, are you like... Eyeing like a senior PGA thing down oh, the road? Oh, God, no. No, no. <laughs> listen, I think that uh, most athletes like myself, when you retire from your sport, you have to find something that is uh, challenging. And golf is that game. So it doesn't really matter how big or tall or strong you are. Uh, if, you, if, you know, if you don't uh, learn the game and practice the game, then the, the game itself has a tendency to punch you in the face <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and so, and so it, it will continue all, it will continue to challenge me. Golf is something that will, uh, continue to challenge me until, you know, until I can't walk anymore, That's, which, you know, I, when you forever. said that, I actually, I, I pictured immediately like at least three friends that I know who are all very mild mannered dudes, but for some reason or another have broken, have admitted at least to breaking a club. Like while they're playing, right? Well, that, well, 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 well. Essentially, that's the game, and and you can't allow the frustrations to get to you, because you can blame no one but yourself. So those friends that you have that broke those clubs, it's because they yanked a shot and they shanked a shot and they and they did something <laughs> and they mishit or they topped a ball or whatever it is. Yeah, um, you know. So again, it it is it is. It is one of those games that it is, it is you versus the course and the club and the golf course itself and the scoreboard is your ally. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things. And, I, mean, and, I, love, I love golf. Though. And dependent on how honest you want to be with your scoreboard, of course. Well, it, again, you're reporting to yourself. So, <laughs> so, so if you want to, if you want to lie to yourself that you're, that you can qualify for the, for the, for the, you know, for the senior PGA and you can't break a hundred then that's, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, that is on you. Right. All right. Let's see what's been going on. So, I mean, I think we both kind of wanted to, we're looking forward rather to chatting about this. Um, it's, it's a wonderful time 
in sport right now, uh, not only for women, but also Canadians. And uh, as luck would have it for our, our conversation today, not only did we just witness an amazing uh, U.S. Open, but we witnessed the birth of potentially two future game changers. Yeah. Uh, you have two Canadians. You have two born Canadians. Yep, that's true. Uh, uh, in, in the finals. 100%. A lot of people don't realize that uh, Emma, and uh, I think her last name is pronounced uh, Rajukanu, uh, she's actually born in Toronto. Uh, even though she represents Great Britain now, she was born in Toronto. And of course, we all know Leila Fernandez, who represented Canada, is born in Montreal. I think it's amazing. And, and the things that we have discussed on this, on this podcast here, and also uh, things that I've always preached about, is the fact that young Canadians no longer just want to participate. And young Canadians uh, want to get out there and win. And these two young women are uh, a huge example of what uh, I expect and I see and I cheer for. I, I think it's so amazing. Clearly, there was a lot more news about Layla uh, in Canada because she does represent Canada. And so I want to address, uh, uh, address her and how she's been. I love the fact that she's such, uh, at 19 years old, such a mature person, such an amazing, first of all, she's one of the best, as you mentioned earlier, both of these young ladies are two of the best tennis players in the world today. And, and, and so that's number one. Number two, I love the fact that someone like Layla is so in the moment. The fact that at 19 years old, she, you know, has the wherewithal uh, to be thankful to her coach, who is her dad, to be thankful to her mother, uh, who is there and part, uh, incredible part of the sports system. Uh, so uh, in the moment, to be thankful to the people of New York, uh, you know, obviously, uh, 9-11 is something that the entire world knows about and the, and, and, and the incredible events that happened there, uh, September uh, 2001. And so it, it is, it is, um, is it 2001? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, so the fact that this, that this young woman is so incredible. So not only is she playing tennis at the highest level. Highest level. The highest level. She, she, is, she remembers exactly where she is and who she needs to, who she needs to thank. Uh, so, you know, for myself as a mama's boy and, for, and, and my dad, <laughs> and I say it all the time. I, 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 lo I love being a mama's boy. Exactly. And, and my dad was, was certainly my best friend. I love the fact that Layla has kept it very tight uh, in speaking about her family and how supportive they have been, but also, as I was saying earlier, stayed in the moment where she's thanking, uh, you know, the audience for showing up and for understanding that she is in New York and New York and America had gone through some incredible things over the last 20 years. And the fact is, this is someone, you know, when I, when I think of sponsorship, and, uh, and obviously, you, what you have, one, is two great, incredible young, young ladies. But I think Layla is one of those kids that when you're looking at long-term sponsorship, a lot of these the organizations out there, there is someone that you can have as an ambassador for the next 20 years where she's going to be playing the sport at the highest level. But not only that, she, she, she knows herself, she knows her brand and she's very well aware of the people around her and very well aware of her surroundings. Yeah, let me actually uh, read uh, a little bit of her, uh, what she said at the U.S. Open. Uh, <clears throat> and I quote, 
Uh, I know on this day, it was especially hard for New York and everyone around the United States. I just want to say that I hope I can be as strong and as resilient as New York has been the past 20 years. That right. is so incredibly beautiful. Right. It is so incredibly touching. And, and as you pointed out, it's very, you know, apropos, like good for her. Like, you know, and, they, you know, I'm sure we have naysayers that are like, oh, it was all PR. Sure. Who cares? You know, the fact of the matter is she said it with confidence. She said it with sincerity. To me, I think you touched on it as well. What I really like about her is that, you know, you and I, when we're not on, on microphone, when we're not chatting on this podcast, you and I are a lot more political in our conversations. We, we tend to uh, dig into each other a little bit about, you know, what's going on here in our country and, and abroad, because, it's, you know, it's not just an issue in Canada. It's an issue around the world, what's happening in politics and the division and what we see. In our, and I think, you know, you and I can both safely say that Canada has been struggling lately with its identity. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. But one of the incredible things is that sports is the one, uh, the, the great thing that I've loved. I mean, from politically, the, the identity of Canada politically, maybe there's a struggle. But what I've, what I've loved about the sporting side of Canada. Is it represents us perfectly. Is it, re- well, it, and it represents the new generation of people who want success. And and also remember that there's that they're respectful and have manners. That's what I meant. The identity, right? right? Yeah. So so I mean, so you're still very much Canadian. And 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 so the quote that I that you read is the, the that that's that's the quote. I mean, obviously, I watched a couple of her tennis matches with me and my friends, who a lot of them are not even big tennis fans. Right. Uh, but but also, but how she how she managed herself. And managed her brand at this young age, like when she was not physically hitting the ball on the tennis court, was amazing. And I think that for all uh, young athletes out there, or you know, regardless of what sport you are, or anybody that at some point is going to address the media, you need to look at someone like Leila Fernandez and 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 see exactly what you're supposed to do. Always be in the moment. All, well, first of all, always play, always play, and work your hardest. Always be in the moment and always thank those people who are there for you every single day. And with in her and in her case, with an air of modesty as right. well, right? And then that I think is is a large part of the quote unquote Canadian identity. Well, see, well, again, the the, the modesty thing, I, I think it's just a personality thing. It's very. It, it, I always say that sports is filled with different personalities, and it's very clear that she's a nice person. Uh, I don't know her. But I, I'm very certain I will. And if I was in New York, I'd have probably been one of those I can't guys. believe we've finally come across well, someone that you don't know. Well, well, she's young. <laughs> she's young. So I, I'm very certain I could reach out to her dad and, or her mom. But if, I was, but if I was in New York, I certainly would be, I'd have probably been with Steve Nash watching her play. Because, uh, I mean, again, I, I totally respect and appreciate someone that young, that positive. Uh, you know, so I, I really, I really love what she's doing. She heaps some praise on, on Nash as well. And in, in the course of this uh, tournament, there's another interview where she, she re- recalls her father saying something to her, like, you have to work as hard as, as Nash. Absolutely. Know? Well, Steve is a great example. Steve, Steve is a, Steve's a guy who played soccer, you know, and essentially for all intensive purposes, was a short white guy from, from, from Vancouver. Yep. And, and who became an, uh, an NBA MVP? MVP, right? So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, again, uh, Steve is Steve is someone I completely and totally respect for the things that he's done. So Layla is completely correct. I mean, Steve is Steve is definitely one of those people that, right, rightly so, her father should use as an example of what it what it takes uh, to work hard, 
to achieve all your goals, especially when you're at the highest level and the big spotlight is shining upon you. Yeah. And, you know, uh, before we move on, we should just put a nod out to uh, Fernandez's actual physical accomplishment on the court. She did make the semifinals. But I, what I found more poignant... Finals, but that's all right. Oh, for, sorry, finals. <laughs> that's right. My bad. My bad, Fernandez. Uh, she made it to the finals. But what I found even more compelling in that journey was who she beat along the way. Right. So you have Osaka, you have Kerber, Fidelina, and um, Sabalenka. That's even right there. That's incredible. Well, she, she's, she is, I mean, I watched a, probably all of those matches, but I'm saying that she's someone clearly who's quite focused and clearly someone who, who, who it doesn't take a lot to motivate her to win. You know, so a part of, one of the incredible things about, about uh, individual sport, something like tennis, on any given day, someone else can win. You know, like it's not always the favorite that's going to win. And I think that Layla took uh, the opportunity to go to New York and at its, at it, at it, at, at when it, the light was shining brightest, uh, she beat all of those incredible people. So now, I mean, she's going to get the respect that she deserves. And all she has to do really now is just cont- doing the exact same thing she's, she's been doing. Continue to, to you know, to uh, learn more, uh, continue to be disciplined, continue to work hard, continue to uh, be thankful to her support system, continue to be a nice person, but be, you know, but be ferocious on the tennis court. And, and, and she's going to be successful. I mean, one of, looks fearsome. Right. And one of the things is that, is that I, I love the fact that she's there and she's in the moment. And, I, and, and it's, it's incredible upside for this young lady. We're going to take a quick break and we'll return in a minute. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Topically in the news to this, uh, we're going to get to it. We've actually done a decent job avoiding it because, you know, for reasons of optimism, perhaps. But uh, we're not going to be able to get away from it this episode. And that is sport and COVID. So uh, we'll start with some good news. Our beloved Toronto Raptors have been granted permission to come home to Toronto. Aye, aye. And play. That is welcome news because I believe... I believe, uh, and, and it's not just me believing, it's probably all of Raptor Nations. All of Raptor Nation. Believe that 
the Tampa Bay Raptors does not win a lot of games. No, they do not. <laughs> and, and so the Toronto Raptors with home fans and maybe home food and maybe home cooking and maybe home ch- cheerleaders. I don't think any of those things are actually maybes. Well, 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 yes, but I, I'm saying maybe because, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm being a pessimist, but my, my, my greatest assumption is that when you're not on home court, you're not as good. And I think that they will have an incredible season because they have now been allowed to come back and play at home. And, uh, you know, it's good that um, Toronto has done a good job in, you know, in their COVID mandate uh, and, and the government has allowed uh, the, 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 the fellas to come back home. Yeah, it's, it's welcome news for anyone who follows basketball even. I mean, if you're a true basketball fan and not just a fan of a single team, you, you always want to see the best <clears throat> in the sport. You want to see the best competition, you know, you want to see the best rivalries and you, you want to see in, in most cases, I maybe I, I might be a minority on this one, but I like to see the underdog do well. And you know, Toronto, even though we won the chip not too long ago, we're still considered an underdog. Uh, and, and you think that? Well, I think we carry it well too, though. That's why I like it. But I mean, even in Tampa, we were doing pretty, pretty well. And then, you know, we got a COVID case and then the team got decimated by that in terms of like who was out, how long they were out. Some of them uh, suffered some fairly uh, severe uh, medical uh, conditions from it, like extensive fatigue, illness, things like that. So, um, you know, it's not it's not obtuse to think that they're going to do better here. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that that's remember you said good news. Yep, and this it's good is, news. Yeah, so, and, yep. so, so the good news for me is that is that our beloved Toronto Raptors is is going to be back home and. I'm going to get to actually attend a couple of games. Hells yeah. Attend a couple of games and see and, and see the fellas do their thing right here uh, in Toronto. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I, I believe that the season will be, um, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be way better than, than it was. In, oh, in it's going to be so fun. Even just to have them. The only regret that I have is that um, Kyle Lowry, who, for those who don't know, used to be the starting point guard for the Toronto Raptors and, um, the most beloved player in the history of our sport here and uh, the history of our franchise, just, you know, such a lovable character brought so much galvanization to the locker room and, and to the fans and to the media. I can't think of anyone that would speak poorly of him. Uh, he never got to play his final game at home. You know, he never got to like, cause a player like that deserves the fan send off a, a player like that deserves to remember that moment. Well, well, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Kyle, Kyle's a victim of the, the, the he got a COVID trade. And so, uh, so uh, yeah, you're, you, I will second exactly what you, what you said, Simon, is that he's one of those, he's one of the, definitely one of the basketball players uh, that united the entire country. And, and he's someone who loved being in Canada, loved his family being here, loved the Raptors, um, you know, liked the environment here, went out and had the, uh, you know, went out and, you know, and was partaking in charities and, and, and every single, just all around good guy. So, he was a community guy for sure. So I, I love, I love the fact that he is such a good guy and a Toronto Raptor. I'm, I'm actually, I understand the business of sport. And so Kyle got traded. I totally understand that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to when he comes back because I know that there's going to be a lot of love and, and I will definitely be at that game. Uh, because I want to. Oh yeah, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be, be at that game where where I, I mean I can pay my own personal homage to him. Uh, but yeah, he he's uh, he's certainly a good dude. 
I, I want to be at that game too. I don't know if I'll be able to get in the stadium for that game, but I'm definitely going to try. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't drop like 80 on us or something nuts. But um, on to the more, um, mm, let's say, what would you call it? The more controversial side of COVID and sport. And this applies more so to the continent and not just Canada. Um, so heading into the fall is generally the start of a lot of these leagues, you know, um, NBA and uh, um, NFL specifically, NHL as well. Uh, and in the MLB is also ma- wrapping up uh, in October uh, is when they do their playoffs. And, you know, uh, as the world continues to struggle uh, with how we're handling this and how it affects travel and business and lifestyle and all these things that, that basically fatigue us daily, we have now come into the argument of mandated vaccinations. Um, and say what you want about it. You know, obviously we have different personalities and we have different beliefs and that's all well and good. Uh, I don't challenge anyone's belief. Uh, I think Donovan, I think you agree with me that like, you know, I leave it up to the person. Well, you have to leave it up to the person. I mean, ultimately we know, we know what's happening out there. Right. We we know the realities of, 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 of this virus. Uh, we know people are dying and, and so, yeah, in, I, I don't, I don't believe that someone should be um, forced uh, to be vaccinated, but also the anti, the, someone who doesn't want to be vaccinated, understand that they have to, they have to show some tests well, to, here, to, well, to here's participate. Where but here's where we're at. That's because, just me. Well, you also mentioned to me that you understand the business of sport. Right, the business of sport, 100%. So, you know, here's, here's where we are. Here's the crossroads of the issue is like, do you t- how do you protect the business model and maintain the integrity of the autonomy of one's own body, right? So like, and, and again, we're not talking, um, you know, 50-50 here. It's, it's pretty much an outlier scenario in all of the leagues. I, I believe that the NBA is at 85%. I believe that the NFL is actually in the 90 percentile. You're talking about vaccinated Vaccinated people. players, sorry, apologies. Yeah, mm-hmm. vaccinated players. Right. Um, and I think that the MLB, the last time I checked, had 23 teams of, you know, total that had reached 85%. So we're not talking about a complete, let's say, pushback of right. vaccinations. We're mm-hmm. talking about more of an outlier scenario. But I, I just wanted to ask you, like, you know, as a business guy who, let's say you were, you know, financially involved with an organization. I was an owner, right? Yeah, if you were an owner. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you handle it? Like, what, where do you think the fair play is? Because, you know, again, in, in most of these scenarios, i.e., uh, NFL and uh, NBA, they have very, very strict protocols for unvaccinated players that will require daily testing right. and a number of different things. I think that's fair. Yeah, so do I. I think that's absolutely fair. So, I mean, so if, to, to you're, if you're asking me a question as, as an owner of, 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 uh, or shareholder in any of these teams, uh, I, would, I would want, I, I, obviously I would tell all my players that, you know what, I, I think it's a great idea for you all to be vaccinated just because... Uh, I want to make sure that the business of this team continues and we get out and we, and we, we put the greatest product on the field of play because right. that, that's the number one thing for me, right. right? But also you have to think about the health of each player. And sometimes also some of these players' civil rights. So ultimately, for those who choose not to be vaccinated, they have to understand that in order to, to, to participate in this, the, the same business model, in the same team that's going to have, uh, that's going to field a squad that we think can win, 
you have to participate as part of that team. So you have to do your part. So clearly, if, if so for a non-vaccinated player, the protocol, following a protocol of, of, uh, of a daily negative COVID test, it's something that I think, uh, you know, is, is just fine. I mean, I, I know what I would do. I know what I would do if I was part of a team. Uh, I know what I would do if, if I was, if I was competing as an athlete today, I also know what I would do. Uh, and, and if I chose not to be vaccinated, then I would, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely be, be someone that uh, would invite uh, certainly and agree to uh, a daily testing uh, protocol to make sure that I'm healthy and to make sure that the players around me are healthy. Right. But that makes sense to me. And, you know, um, if we were able, if we were able uh, as owners or, or as a society even to, to come to an agreement like that, I think all would be well and good. But now we're in this other scenario where there's two other components here. There's, there's a, in our case, in Canada, province to province and in the States, um, state to state. So here's the, the tricky part now is that you you don't have a COVID mandate. Let's say, you know, like the NFL, uh, the, the NFL has wants one, the NFLPA does not. Um, but the state of New York, for example, is one of, I think, three states or four states that restricts travel right. by sports personnel mm-hmm. into the city if you're unvaccinated. So now you're going to be leaving behind players right. or, or coaches. And in the case of, let's say, the NHL, um, who are also doing the whole, you know, we'll leave it up to each organization to do their own guidelines. Mm. Um, some some teams have now um, let go coaching staff because of their refusal. So now you're you're breaking up your coaching staff. You know, I, so I guess my larger question is like, at what point now are you sacrificing? Because you're a big guy for sports mentality. Right. You're a big guy for team community, all these different kind of things. At what point are now are we sacrificing the the the, the genuineness, the authenticity of the sport, of teamwork, of being in line with your teammates, if you're challenging that they can even be a part of it. And does that even remotely reflect what's happening internally, you think, where players are like, you think players are like, dude, get vaccinated. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, of course. I, 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 if, if it's a team, if it's a team thing, then, then it, it does, it is, there is some semblance of pressure. I'm very certain that there is because, uh, in, in any sports team I've ever been a part of, uh, one, there's always banter. There's always, there's always motivation. <laughs> oh, I bet. There's always motivation. <laughs> but, but more importantly, there's always praise and or criticism. Right. So you're going to have athletes that are going to say, dude, uh, you can't come with us. Or, or actually, so you, you, can't, you can't play with us because, because you're going to have to, instead of getting vaccinated, you're going to have to prove, because I think that you, I think you mentioned earlier that, that some of these people are being let go. Some of them are, but I think that for sure, coaching staff, I've seen coaching staff oh, for sure. fired that, that, for sure. But that's what or, I'm sorry, saying. Some, let of the, go. some of the coaching staff is going to be let go. Some of the players, like I said, the, the hassle of dealing with a test every 24 hours, even if they're traveling with a team, uh, to me is just a pain in the butt. So at the end of the day, as, as, as someone who's, you know, who's been part of teams, I would say to them, hey, listen, you need to, you really should, you know, either get vaccinated or never complain, ever, ever complain about the things that, um, never, ever complain about, about what it is uh, that the protocol that, that needs to be followed. So for me, two things, as a, as a, just a fan, 
I think the protocol that they've that they've put forth for the entire team, uh, for all of the the major league sports, uh, works real well, man. That's just, I mean, that that's the bottom line for me. Right. So that players get vaccinated, or understand that you're signing up for. Um, if you choose not to, then here's what you got to do because the game's got to go on, and that's and that's the business of sport. And you don't think so? You don't think that they should in. in- invoke a man a mandate like a mandatory mandate people are always gonna i don't think that they should they should have a mandate because people are always gonna have whether it's religious reasons or uh civil rights issues there's several things that people can that that certainly people can put forward uh, that is going to allow them to to get away with whatever their thoughts and what their feelings are i mean i know this right? right However, if the game has to go on and, and it's, it's, it's as simple as uh, for those of you who are not vaccinated, then you're going to be exposed and you, you're the one that, that might, get, 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 might, might get more sick than the vaccinated players. Here's the protocol that we want you to follow in order to, to, to keep the business of sport going, then I agree with that. Yeah, see, for me... I try my best to remain like I, I have no problem saying to the world that I'm vaccinated. I have no problem saying that I am supportive of vaccinations. Um, I have a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot. That's a lie, but I have, I have, a, I have, I definitely have friends that I trust and I'd love and admire um, who are not vaccinated. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I don't challenge them on this. It's not a, it's not an issue of like, animosity between us we have had healthy debates here and there and i which is very good i think it's important very good communication healthy debates is is what makes what makes the world go around right now and 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 yeah i've like you i have i have several friends who who just don't believe it and thinks a hoax and and some of it is conspiracy and then it's a (laughs) then then it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a testing drug and there's all of this stuff sure people are dying and i want to travel I, I, I want to travel so bad, but I, for me, the, the major one for this, because uh, as you know, from being not from living here, uh, we are on course right now to uh, institute a uh, vaccination passport. Absolutely. But that was, that was always going to be the case. I, don't know I, why I always thought so people, too, but I don't know why people avoided it or avoid talking about it. Well, here it is. And you know, health I, passport, I don't mean to interrupt you, but a health, no, you're a, not. It's fine. A health passport is probably more important now than uh, like a Canadian or like a British or an American passport. A health passport <laughs> is more important. Just, I just want you to wrap your head around. Are we, well, we are heading into that world. And I think that, and I was actually going to, we were going to, I think that's where we were going was in this conversation is that I, I think that people really, specifically people that are like, you know, anti-vax or, um, you know, that, that think this is, a big play by pharma. And I'm not saying it's not, by the way. I'm not saying that they're not in greedily and happily enjoying They're making this. hundreds of billions. Yeah. That's, that's, like I, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, business. Though. I'm not spending any love to pharmaceutical companies right now. Like I, I, I definitely think that they're, they're in this to win it for sure. I'm sending love to the pharmaceutical companies. Get on, <laughs> we want some more sponsors. Get a, <laughs> yeah, yes, bring, bring them up. Yes. It's all right. I'll, I'll convince Simon. All right. not worry uh, about we'll so. test, we'll test them all. Listen, yeah. like I said, I got two different vaccines in me, man. So like if no one, anyone's going to be scared, it's going to be me. But, um, I, I, uh, 
I, I do think it's it's interesting times, and I I encourage everyone to to really really you know don't get on each other like wherever side you fall in this argument. I definitely think that the the, the conversation should be. Uh, positive. It should be healthy. Right. Remember that we're all, we're all friends, lovers, neighbors, you know, it's not, we're not enemies here. Yeah. Well, you know, this, a big part of what it is that, that I see society as now, clearly we get our news from all kinds of crazy sources, crazy, which is, which, which is madness. And I think that sometimes uh, when you, well, I'm very certain when you have healthy debates with your friends, I know when I have healthy, healthy debates with mine, we can, all dial back and have some sense of some commonsensical discussion where it's like, okay, here's what happens. You want to do all these things. So, you know, I got wear a mask, put a hat on, like, you know, wear, wear boots. It's see, snowing the, outside. The, the, like, like, like I'm talking about some of the, some of the, some of the things that I see or hear people discussing are some of the dumbest things in the world. Like at the end of the day, we all we all want to make sure that everyone is healthy. Everyone, every every single person, and oh. and, it, and and I don't care about your sexual orientation or your poli- political affiliation. It's none of those things. Doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, every single person is dealing with this. And and for me, we certainly can discuss what it's like in sports, but it's still very much someone who's walking on the street. I just want to make sure that the person that's out there who chooses. Uh, not to be vaccinated. Just understand that you yourself might get hurt really bad. And, uh, and, and if there's a protocol that you need to follow for you to function like everyone else in, whether in, in some sort of environment, like, whatever, right. like it's a, a covered environment, a restaurant or, or whatever it is, just understand that that, that, is, really what, um, that, that is really what they're saying. Uh, you know what's funny? I relay some of these things to... Uh, when I was competing track and field and when I signed up to represent Canada, part of signing up and representing Canada is that I can get tested for drugs at any time possible. So at no point whatsoever can I get pissed off when these people showed up. Right. Right. And I'm saying to you that, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely an, another level, but here we are. We all have to... I mean, I signed up for something. Uh, so, so I understood uh, and understand what that means. But now, this is life or death. And it's life or death for every single human being walking on the planet. All of us. Right? Every single one of <laughs> right? us. So, so essentially, so here's how I look at it. We're all signed up to be human beings. <laughs> we, all, we all want to have um, healthy lives. So in order to have those healthy lives, you just do you according to you, but understand that, you know, your actions really, uh, you know, could affect someone else's actions. Well, and here, like, okay, so I don't, not that we need to draw attention to other people's podcasts, but this is, I'm not going to voice my opinions on Joe Rogan because I, that's a whole episode in itself. Because I, I do love and hate the guy at the same time. Uh, Joe's good people. Uh, but I always find it, weird or obtuse when people point out sort of, I don't know what you want to call them, a disruptor, I guess is a good way of calling them, uh, as sort of like the conveyor of truth when he himself is pushing other brands, right? right. Like, like it's, it's not like he's like, Hey, here's how, here's how, cause he got COVID. Did you know that? Yes, I know that. Okay. 
So it's not like he was like, hey, here's how I got over that. I ate like arrowroot and I, you know, I chewed on ginseng and like all these things. He's like, oh, by the way. And I got a Pfizer shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think me personally, I think he's been vaccinated. Oh, of course. He I think he has, even though he pretends that he isn't. I, right. I fully think he has. Well, Donald Trump's been vaccinated. I, 100%. I mean, I'm, 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 most, 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 anyone, anyone that, anyone that's getting great advice and also has great staff, a great doctor. A great, like, I'm just saying to you, like, Joe Rogan, you know, you know, he's, he, like, he's extremely financially secure. So at the end of the day, there is a, the, the, he, he's got private health care and he's got some incredible people advising uh, I'm him. I'm certain that's true. And, and, I'm, and I'm, oh, I'm telling you this, and I'm very, <laughs> I'm very certain that uh, someone has said to him, dude, I don't care what, your advice is to get out there and preach to your to your to your choir, but for your health, here's what I think you should do, and that and that's that. I mean, it, you know, so that's just that's just what I think. Marketing's a hell of a thing. That's what I always say. <laughs> well, I mean, he he also tried to market ivermectin, which is like horse horse, horse treatment. It's you know again again, but but it's it's it, it's um. Donald Trump was trying to do a whole market, a whole lot of other things, right? I mean, ivermectin is something apparently that had there's some research, some research that was done, and uh, and apparently there are some results. But but ultimately, you could say, hey, you can eat spinach, like that, like I'm saying. People, that I'm not been... saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm Disclaimer: saying to... We are not saying that spinach right. is an effective uh, combatant against COVID nineteen or the Delta variant. Just right. to be clear, what I'm the, the 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 people get their news from everywhere, and what I'm saying to everyone, not that I'm preaching to you, I'm saying to you, understand. Wherever you get your news, just take it all with a grain of salt and also have, have some common sense in, in ingesting whatever you're doing and also see exactly what you want to do and where you want to be and who you want to be around. Uh, because ultimately, that's what this thing boils down to. Well, that wraps up another episode of Running Things with Donovan Bailey and me, your co-host, Simon Jane. Uh, as always, we are powered by the wonderful people at Acast. And if you like what you're listening to, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we truly enjoy talking about today's, um, today's topics. Uh, in closing, we please note uh, to take care of one another. Uh, we have some, uh, a lot of decisions to make, but uh, we truly believe that we can do those things together. Uh, just keep an open mind and make sure to always support one another. Running Things with Donovan Bailey.